You're listening to Things Get Dark. This episode contains mature subject matter and may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Hello and welcome to the sixth episode of Things Get Dark. I'm your host, Adrian Johnston, and we're here with actor, improviser, funny guy, young guy that I haven't met before. You seem younger than me. I think I am. Yeah. Uh, But we've met before, just not like... Very, very, very very briefly, briefly, and I was probably drinking and... Maybe. Was it dark? I was probably drinking too. It was probably dark, probably at the ghost light. Yeah. Right. Right. And... But to... Didn't you do 20 Seconds to Say I'm Sorry? Did I did. Were I we on the we same were on episode? The same, no, not the same episode, but we were the same day. <laughs> okay, that's you, what it was. I forget who you did yours with. Yes, to plug in other local podcasts. Like, yes. I don't think that's like being my, done my, anymore. My episode never heard. Oh, anyway. Well. But, uh, yeah, anyway. Well, you, that happens. Whatever. It's okay. Content, right? I had fun. That's they had plenty of content to deal with. So much content. Mitch. Haba or Haba? It's Haba. Mitch Haba, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you for being here. I'll pause or I'll pause for the applause. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, Mitch. Thank yes. you so much for being here. Thank you. Um today we're gonna talk about, we're gonna like, you know, kind of go off uh what we've regularly been exploring on the show, topics such as, you know, true crime. Things like that. I like our first episode was Satanic Panic in the eighties, and we talked about surrounding crimes that took place that kind of fueled the the mm-hmm. phenomenon of that in the 80s but um today i'm extremely excited because it's, this is not a subject that i'm very well versed in by any means but mitch is is going to school us in oh. alien conspiracies and ufos and things like things of that nature gotcha so. yeah i'm i'm I, I i don't expect to school anyone but i'm pretty passionate about the abduction stories and sightings and like very famous events that people don't know about and or like just nah, that's not real you're crazy i think you're going to teach us something here today cool don't sell yourself short okay you're very eloquent or art- you're very articulate studious oh. young man thank you and i Hi. think you're gonna i think i'm gonna learn something and i'm very excited about okay. it so we discussed we chit-chatted a little bit beforehand and you threw out a bunch of names of your particular favorites, like the who's who of alien abduction stories. Yes. And the number one name that you came up with that I actually am aware of um, is Travis Walton. Travis Walton. Yes. Yeah. Now tell us about Travis Walton. So Travis Walton was a lumberjack okay. in um, uh, Apache Sitgreaves National Forest in Arizona. I'm I don't know that off the top of my head, but I'm mm-hmm. reading it. Uh, and he and six other uh, lumberjacks, friends, he was like in his 20s. They were all kind of young. were on a contract for the government okay. to clear cut some forest. And they were behind schedule. So they um, they w- like worked late into the night. And this happened in 1975, correct? Yes. No- okay. November, early November 1975. Yes. So the um, they got finished, exhausted, which, you know, a lot of people 
are like, maybe that's why they saw something and this happened because they were exhausted. But it doesn't make sense. So they're driving home and Uh they see this very bright red glowing light like through the trees and in the sky. And it's like the only road out. So they're driving past it and they stop because it's like there's something in the sky like low Mm -hmm. in the trees like, you know. In like a clearing, alarming, like alarming clearing. Like they can, all six of or all seven of them clearly see this thing, right? And Travis gets out and starts to walk toward it to like see what it is. Yeah. And everyone's like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Right? Like, what the fuck are you doing? Re- like, okay, so researching this episode, <laughs> I saw I was watching on YouTube like a recent recent footage of him speaking in front of an audience, mm-hmm. and he said he just immediately like when the truck stopped him in the clearing, he immediately jumped out and started walking towards it. Yeah, like I would that would freak me out. Right? <laughs> yeah, it's you know I don't know if it was like calling to him or if you see something so incredible that you're you're just like I have to see this. Mm-hmm. Like I have to I have to walk towards and see this. Um I would have been probably more terrified, obviously. Same here. Same I, here. I've never seen a UFO or anything. I, I don't know if anybody, Oh, you've never had any like encounters never, yourself? Never. I was going to ask you that. No. Never. I'd love to um like see one. I don't want to deal with what he deal with right. or dealt with. Um so anyway, he he's walking towards this craft everyone's screaming at him tell him to get back in the car we're getting the hell out of here and all of a sudden this very bright light just slams into him like br- like the the witnesses say all describe it the same way it was like the brightest light they'd ever seen and they saw travis go flying like 20 feet into the air yeah okay. and they freak out and peel out and drive away yeah leaving him because he's dead yeah you know? they all assumed he was immediately killed yeah immediately killed they freak out. They drive away. They're miles away, and they start like freaking out some more. Like we have to go back. Oh my god! Why did we leave our? We have to there? go back. Right. We have to go back. And they're like, "No, fuck no!" <laughs> I forget which one, um, which one turned around because a lot of them were like, "Fuck this!" It's just you, one guy leave. turned back. Yeah, like leave. I'll drop you off. Leave me. I'm going. Like I got to go back. Like that's that takes a lot of courage. Like you can tell I these agree. guys. These guys were close like mm-hmm. to to see that and then want to go back so he drives back i think two of them went mm-hmm. and he's gone travis walton's body is gone and they go to the police and the police are like uh okay like this sounds kind of like a, a story that you would have made up because you accidentally killed somebody and you buried his body somewhere. That was the big consensus yeah. at the time is that like, w- there was some sort of dispute right. and he ended up getting killed and like chopped up basically and yeah. sprinkled around the woods. Yeah, right. So they, the cops, you know, they have a manhunt mm-hmm. like for five days. They, they're looking and they're separating like the lumberjacks and certainly like, just tell us, like, tell us what happened. Right. And, you know, trying to get it out of them. But every time these guys say the same thing, consistent story what we saw and what happened and five days later travis walton calls one of the guys Uh uh-huh and he had been dropped off miles out of town on the side of the road and like he was starving Uh this is five days later okay he's starving he's thirsty and he tells the guys he tells the story of what happened but which we'll get to Uh uh-huh but he said i what day is 
and like like oh it's this five days later he thought he was only gone for like a half hour right yeah Yeah. his i think the according to what i saw last night um what i was what i heard recently i mean (laughs) i don't want to keep referring to last night Mm -hmm. um his it was his brother-in-law i think he contacted he called his family yeah and his brother-in-law and i think another guy one of his friends like you said picked him up and his brother-in-law said feel your face and he had five days worth of growth like facial hair beard on his face Mm -hmm. and he like looked at his watch and realized oh my god all that time had passed Mm -hmm. so he which is like i guess a common theme with abduction stories you lose time like you lose like a, a you know a good amount of time and, and it's it appears as if like you know five minutes pass or right. whatever right wherever so. you go time changes somehow yeah yeah um so what once he once <laughs> he um disappears yeah he wakes so up what happens <laughs> it's hard to not get like really like animated and like freak, oh yeah freaked out about this but he distinctly remembers being like hauled into a like embryonic like very clean room like eggshell round like ceiling room yeah sterile room on a table and these grays if you know what the grays are oh yes that's that's um that's That's a consistent consistent theme with alien like which is the small stature when you think of an alien Round, giant round like almondy almondy shaped eyes. eyes black eyes with the yes. gray heads gray skin yeah gray skins they're they are always described as like um the more friendly ones that which people, is yes and that, that is see. the one of the first depictions of that like in being in like hitting the popular culture whatever was the roswell yeah roswell okay there's some weird theories about from... there's some weird theories about roswell oh we can but, get to that yeah so he sees three grays uh, I don't know how many. Okay. Like he said, there were a number of them. Yes. I think it was three. But he is brought onto this table. He's dazed. He's freaked out. Like he knows what he he is very consistent in what he tells. He tells yes. this story. And he's been and telling that's the story so interesting. for yeah, forty um, years now. He's he remembers these guys like pushing them away from him, freaking out, like or push yeah, freaking out. The way he describes the grays is like almost as if they were wearing masks. Okay. Like it wasn't their face, but it was like a sti- like something they put over them. Like a veil or something. Almost. Like, but but like and it would just what you picture a gray to look like, but uh-huh. there was something behind it. Okay. Very odd. This is a weird tidbit. <laughs> <laughs> but um he is freaking out. He had like experiments done on him. Um at a certain point, like he starts running down a hall, and he comes across like a very large hangar of some sort with other craft in it. And then <laughs> <laughs> that was just our producer's yeah. phone. <laughs> <laughs> they stress the point of shutting our phones off. Um, <laughs> uh, he so he's brought to this hang or he runs and he's in this hangar, and there's. Um, like other craft there, uh-huh. and then this is the weirdest fucking. It's all fucking weird, but this to me is so weird. He comes across and is like met by these two, like nor nor uh, what's the term? Like Norse looking Norse, yeah, yeah Norwegian, Scandinavian, like Scandinavian looking tall 
men and women, like two or three of them. Okay. And they're blonde and they're muscular and, and they're they look, they look very like, like stereotypical. Aryan. Aryan white <laughs> guy. But unmistakably human. Like he yeah. realized they're human. Like Fabio, basically. Okay. Like a Fabio looking guy. And they he he knows they're human. So he goes, or he thinks they're human. So he goes like running to him. He's like, oh my God, you're here to save me. You like, got to get, get me out of here. Right. But they don't really say anything. They're, they're like very like, but when like they kind of communicate with him, but he thinks it was like through telepathic, telepathic okay. means that like they were like a reassuring him like everything's okay everything is fine like i i don't like know the exact specifics of but it he felt a sense of calm after he like for a moment okay. but he knew there was something wrong uh-huh and then he wakes up <laughs> and he wakes up he comes to yeah, he comes on to, the side of the road on right? the side of the road five days later oh man that is just crazy, That's and like crazy. it is crazy. And they did, of course, make a movie about it. Hollywood made a movie about it because this man has consistently told this story, mm -hmm. uh, forty for forty some years. Yeah, well, over forty years now. Mm -hmm. And um, they made a movie in like ninety three. It called was Fire in the Sky. Fire in the Sky. Yes, and yeah. books have been written about it. I believe he wrote his own account, didn't he? Mm -hmm. Like and had it published. Yes, he has a book. There's a documentary as well, which brings up some. Are, there's really great like interviews about it okay and stuff um some of the 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 logging guys who who he was with like mm -hmm. they all tell the same story and they all pass polygraph tests even though i know polygraph tests aren't emis or like conclusive conclusive right. and they're not they can't they don't hold up in court they'll throw it out right but like they all took the polygraph test and all three or all six or seven of them passed he said that he has taken five or six regarding mm -hmm. the incident and, and that everybody else has taken multiple polygraphs as well. Mm -hmm. And he, he sells that as if, if it's being proven, but there are plenty of people out there like, and, and immediately following him being discovered, you know, starving on the side of the road mm -hmm. were skeptic and yeah. naysaying and had all of these, you know, points that they brought up. One being that he was raised kind of to believe in ufos mm -hmm. now are you familiar with that like he and i'm his, not familiar with that well i guess his mother was was like a known ufo ufologist ufologist, or something. ufologist excuse yeah. me uh -huh, See, i'm not i'm not into the i'm not that i'm not into it i just never got into it mm -hmm. um i think one of the reasons why i never like got into the whole alien thing is because you remember the show you're young you remember the show unsolved mysteries yeah i remember that show that show scared me it scared the shit out of me when they mm -hmm. would ever have the alien abductions mm -hmm. because they would have their production values back in the 80s. I mean, I'm sure you go back, you know, 30 years and look at these episodes. They're mm -hmm. cheesy as hell. But I remember being scared shitless about the alien abductions. Mm -hmm. Those I remember ones did scare the shit the out of Roswell me. The Roswell yeah. episode. There was an episode where aliens came and, like, took a woman out of her bed or something like that. The Napolitano or what's her last name? The the Manhattan one. I believe so. We could talk about. I yeah. I just remember like going to bed that night as like a seven year old, terrified because mm -hmm. I thought they were gonna come get me. Yeah. But I think maybe as an adult, that's why I never really got into it. I can tell you, I can talk all day about serial killers, which is even more terrifying because <laughs> that's you know that's a, yeah. proven to be like yeah. you know concrete, one hundred percent fact. But it's fascinating to think about. Right. I think 
what the problem is a lot of it's immediately dismissed as like oh you're fucking crazy mm-hmm. because you know because it, it's it just is too far-fetched to believe and it's always been associated with like hicks in the woods and <laughs> hicks in, on farms and deserts and right uh you know like oh, the this dumb is the farmer this is the fifth time i've seen a ufo this month and right they're always visiting me which <laughs> some places in the in like the in the desert and stuff ufo sightings are very common like in roswell right and yes it usually has something to do with like like I can't recall. It's something like the magnetic field in those areas. Okay. Like there's like it's rich in a certain area or it's like um you know, uh swamp gas. But it's it's a it's something else. Therefore lights in the sky yeah. are seen and Yeah, it's like sk- um Skinwalker Ranch is a very common Skinwalker Ranch. Yeah. That Skinwalker, place sounds terrifying. Skinwalkers are a scary uh Native American like lore. Our producer's nodding his head. Yeah, don't look that up before you go to bed. Skinwalkers. Yeah, they're so, are they supposed to be what the like what Native Americans called alien life forms? Maybe Is I that don't a know. Theory about that. The the, the theory, um, Native Americans like it like uh, Navajo and in mm-hmm. New Mexico and Arizona like really believe like that shit. Uh, they're they're like shapeshifters who will shapeshift into someone you love and like take your soul. Okay. So a lot of people like claim to have seen them like running like they're like dogs like running on their hind legs uh-huh. in the in the desert shit. So that's very interesting. Is it like kind of like a out. demon type of thing? Yeah. Okay. It's very that's demonic more de- type. De- demonic than alien. Yeah. But uh the ever since Roswell, you know, people have have been claiming to see UFOs and freaking out. And, you know, it obviously spiked an in interest in the 50s. And the problem is whenever something comes out that's, like, very popular, other people start to, to claim stuff. Of course. You know, and that could be just people saying, like, well, yeah, that reminds me of what I saw. Or it could just be people who are like, yep, I saw it. You know, mm-hmm, you're mm-hmm. liars. Um, and that's a problem that a lot of ufologists have today is because – you can take a video with your phone and easily edit something and it's getting a lot harder to discern you know real footage from fake footage of course yeah, yeah. footage is hard to come by until the pentagon releases footage which they did earlier this year they earlier this year or it was either earlier this year or late last year that recently like within the past year and this was on fox i believe mm-hmm. right yeah fox i sent you <laughs> there was well a, a lot of a lot of them aired it, but I think uh, I hate the guy, but Tucker Carlson yes. had a very good interview with one of the like pilots who saw it. Okay, and it was like it was so weird to see like Tucker Carlson be like, "Yeah, this seems like really interesting, and it doesn't seem like our government's doing anything about it." You're like, kidding? He actually like, said yeah, that. Yeah, I was like, "Huh." I hate Tucker, Tucker Carlson yeah. too for the uh, oh, okay. for the record. But so whatever. But he. So what happened? This pilot, this Air Force, was he an Air Force was, pilot or a commercial pilot? It's an Air Force. It's okay. like you know the footage you see like of their their gun camera. Uh huh. And it yes. shows like altitude. It's usually like black and white because it's it's picking up heat and um and whatnot. So, uh, they're following this craft that looks like a UFO. You know, it's it's kind of like a spherical like donut hole type shape with like a little 
like kind of like jutting out little like not compartments but like just it looks like a craft of some sort and they're they're chasing it at like 600 miles per hour or something like that and it's not emitting any heat like it's it's got heat like it's hot but there's no exhaust or anything like coming out of it and this video you can look up this video is from um it was over the pacific near mexico there's um planes off the uss nimitz and which is the aircraft carrier and they got this footage and just followed it for like minutes and you know for a long time and you you hear the the voices of the the pilots and these are like trained pilots and they um these are like trained pilots and they're like holy shit like what the fuck is that and they're they're not freaking out but they're like they're really obviously conf- yeah. surprised and a right. little like they're, they're bewildered at what mm-hmm. they're seeing yeah they've never seen anything they've like never that seen before. anything like that before and that was released and it got some traction obviously it was on fox news i remember, you know, I remember yeah it. and the pentagon released papers saying yes we have been researching into this we have numerous sightings and shit that we are looking at seriously looking into and then i don't think they're doing it anymore but like harry reed was like one of the leading senators who like co-signed like co-signed this authorization for the pentagon to go look for for this like okay. what's going on so take and it with we, a grain and of salt we never heard anything about it again or they're, is it like i don't know if they're still i'm sure they're still looking into it oh okay but it kind of proved to me it proves it and do do a lot of people who follow things like that they feel the same way like yeah. they're convinced i mean i have no reason to 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 not believe that there is right. life on other Obvious. planets but, and there's other universes right. it's the question is could they get here and if they could get here how yeah. and why and from where exactly that's fascinating yeah <laughs> yeah we're gonna take a quick break we'll be right back so mitch what was the first thing you recall um what story, what like conspiracy theory do you remember hearing about that made you interested in UFOs and in UFOs aliens? and aliens? Um, like were, were you little? Like, a, were think, you a kid? Yeah. I think Unsolved Mysteries certainly had an effect. Um, <laughs> I believe I'm, I'm like a big film and, and uh, history guy. Uh huh. So, like, the original War of the Worlds broadcast, like we were talking about it before we started, but right, I did really like that when I was younger. Yes, and obviously not real, but I don't think I have to say that. But <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> but That's, uh, of course, everybody knows the famous story. Like Orson Welles uh, debuted this like new radio show on Halloween night. Mm-hmm. I think in the forties, and they didn't. They didn't advertise it well during the show that it was fake, and no, it was very it was as if it were. Me- right. It was meant to be a hoax. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah it was meant to be a radio, like a radio, just a play. You know? Right. And it it just well, and and, and, and people an tuned in a little late. <laughs> yeah, I guess they must have. But like, I guess like the way that it was written, there was a there was a radio program inside the radio program, mm-hmm. and the announcer was 
announcing that yes we in fact are being invaded by martians i yeah, think is yeah. what he said specifically and that the martians were coming into the radio station so oh, like yeah, people yeah. there was panic just because of the realism of it because yeah. you know most people back in the day hadn't heard anything that right and you you listen to it today and you're kind of like it's over the top yeah like oh wow <laughs> these are good mics to be able to pick up the zapping noises and, <laughs> right. and noises of the uh the spacecraft but yeah, people freaked out. That that kind of that interested me. Obviously, unsolved mysteries, and then it wasn't really until like a year or two ago where I was like starting to look up abductions and and actually getting more interested. And it's like, where does this come from? Like, why are there so many stories of the same type of encounter? Right, and. It's so easy, not to draw parallels to the current climate, it's so easy to dismiss someone who who, who says something that happened a long time ago. Uh-huh. And it's so easy to dismiss people, at least for some people it is, to dismiss people who all come forward to talk about a very similar event. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of people, you know, are now are set in their ways of, they're just crackpots. It, it's not real. Um, you know, this whole, like, it's a conspiracy to cover up. Like, it's just ridiculous. Right. You know, these crazy people been looking out in the skies forever, and they'll find, yeah. any, find any excuse to, to talk about, you know, how UFOs are watching us. Yes. I, I mean, people dedicate their lives to trying to prove that it's real. Right. I mean, and, and, and you know, some of them are pretty kooky. Right. I think there's like concentrated groups of people, like communities out in like Sedona and mm-hmm. out west, like Roswell and New Mexico, and just yeah. I know there's there's um like at the in the mountains in Colorado too. Like mm-hmm. there's, but they like tend Nora to have like the the hippy dippy types. But right. I mean, I don't know. They're kooks. Kooky. But, but you know that I think with just the ability, the invention of the radio and the TV, like we are now more exposed to stuff. Obviously, with the yes. internet, we're now more exposed to everything. Mm-hmm. But you can look back at, like, recorded sightings or, like, you know, documented sightings of UFO encounters from, like, the 1800s and the 1700s, and they're similar to what people still describe today. I'm sure they are, yeah. So that's where it's like, well, at what point do you then start and all over the world too, not just here in the right. US. At yeah. what point do you start to actually say, "Hey, maybe there's something to this?" Right. I mean, isn't there? There's um, ancient Egyptian writing, yeah, writings or something like that. Or I'm not the people are trying to interpret it as such. Right, that like there ancient was an aliens. UFO. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not that kind of person. You're I don't. Not an ancient I don't, aliens fan. No, okay. I don't <laughs> believe that shit because it it goes so far to like. Oh, clearly. Yeah, and they have like, to come. It's like a even, roundabout way. Like, yeah. Yeah. we can't even determine. Like, you know, we can't can barely determine how many year, centuries it took to build the pyramids. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. are, are we really going to go out on a limb and say like it was definitely aliens came? Because how else would it? It's like a conspiracy, and it's like any conspiracy theory that's like crackpotish. Yeah. Like, well, how else would it happen? Obviously, the most simplest answer that it took time, blood, and and uh, sweat to right. build something that massive. Aliens. Um, <laughs> I'm not that type of person. <laughs> I don't believe that. But I do believe that... Even Stonehenge? You don't think that was aliens? No, that 
No. What about crop, crop circles? What are your, what's crop your opinion? Crop circles on? are weird. Some of them, like, the, the problem is there's no witnesses. It's just, like, you nev- nobody ever has seen a, a UFO making a crop circle. True. It's just after the fact. Very, that's a great point. And yeah. I believe, I have seen shows where... People recreate People, it's, them. Yeah, it's been proven how, like, you can... It's, it's so easy. It's easy to do. You, you just take get a rope. A, yeah, take yeah. a rope <laughs> and a piece of plywood, and you can flatten a field in, you know, a few hours. Right, but they dedicated so many, like, there's so many minutes of uh, Unsolved Mysteries back in the day, like, and sightings. Mm-hmm. Remember sightings? Yeah. Okay, I didn't know if you were, like... I think so. That was, that was like, Unsolved Mysteries specifically dedicated to UFOs, UFOs. and aliens. Yeah. And it was in late 80s, early 90s. Okay. Um, popular. It came on, like, late at night. It was, like, stoner TV before, mm-hmm. you know, before Ancient Aliens and stuff right. like that. Anyway, um, yeah, that's been proven. But there was a lot of, like, television, like dedicated to yeah. crop circles and it was and the time yeah. the time of day and the temperature and mm-hmm. you know the direction in which the corn was was like right head you know oh facing it's bent and, over it's exactly. bent over perfectly it's, exactly how how it's like all right i don't um, believe in i don't think i believe i don't believe i don't really that. believe in that um but the to go back to travis walton real quick there's a really interesting um there's this is a fact that uh People went out to that site where he was abducted, and they all saw it, and like took measurements of like radiation levels and uh, Geiger counters, and like radiation was off the charts in that area yes. after the event. Uh-huh. After he told the story, right. and people were like, you know, there were ufologists in the seventies and sixties, and they went out there and started like measuring stuff, and they were they cut a tree like a few years later. I don't know if you've heard this. They cut a tree uh, like decades after and looked at like the rings and they could track like the how like how old it was right and how what year you know you can track where it was yep but then there's like no growth from like from that time the 19 like 75 Uh to like what whenever they started growing it just like growth like stopped in that area interesting and that's just like that's crazy. That is pretty creepy. It's not, you know, again, this isn't these aren't people who are just making shit up. Like you you've got photos, they they've cut the tree and like they you can Right. There's like shit I mean, you can look this shit up. Can you really like make that much money out of claiming that's, that you that's my were point. abducted by aliens? I mean, he's made like I mean, he's made a name for himself obviously, and I'm sure he got plenty of money from uh Fire in the Sky being made. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, he's still out there telling the story, and I don't know. Making yeah. a decent, he must be making a decent living off of it. But I he's guess. also know, but ridiculed for so true. long. Yeah, like none of the none of the witnesses, none of the six other guys, they they their lives were kind of ruined too. Have any of them retracted no. the story? No, none no, of them they, have. They've all said like, like I believe what Travis, I believe what Travis experienced. He wouldn't lie. I know what I saw. It was the brightest thing I've ever seen. I know. Interesting. And it's just consistent. But a lot of them, you know, a lot of them don't talk to Travis because it's like, you know, my life is kind of ruined after that because everybody associated me with this and thought I was crazy. Yeah. I mean, I could see that. Like a yeah. blue collar, like lumberjack type yeah. in a small town. Like, yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, It's you're a crazy. pretty crazy story. But to some. Some. I mean, I I have like I said, I have no reason to believe that 
aliens don't exist. I have no reason to believe that ghosts don't exist. Mm-hmm. But I I haven't had any alien encounters myself. Me, I may have. I may have. But I think what I saw was an apparition. I can't remember if I've already talked about it on a past episode or not. But it could have been an alien. It could have been an apparition. But I thought it was of a woman. Like a glowing woman when I was like four or five years old. Where? Standing in my doorway. I was like, I was, I wake up and I wasn't dreaming because I remember talking about it the next day at preschool and it was like a glowing grayish blue woman. Like in a, it was like a figure in the shape of a woman. Ugh. But I don't know if that giving, was like a You're go- giving me the chills. I don't, mean, I, don't mean to, I don't mean to scare you or anything. You haven't seen anything like that or thought you I've saw never anything seen like a that ghost. as a kid? I've never seen a ghost. I've never seen an alien or, or seen UFOs. Um, no. Well, I hope, I hope that you have an encounter someday. I don't want to see a ghost. I would it, pee alien, my pants. An alien. I, I don't want to see an alien. I'll see a UFO. A UFO. Okay, that's So long as it's like not about to abduct me. Of course. Of course. <laughs> if it's at a distance. Like if I clearly see something in the sky like rotating weird and then or it just like, disappears. Yeah, lights like, that oh. you can't explain. Yeah. 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 I haven't seen anything like that in the sky. I'll have to keep looking up. What's this? What's that show? Keep looking up. Like, I don't know. I think it was Art Bell. Oh, I don't coast know. to coast, you need to get into that. You probably need before to my time. To probably. It is. Yes, he's been. He was. He passed away recently. recently yeah. But you need to check check out if any of this interests you. Check out old episodes of um, Coast to Coast with Art Bell. It was a radio show that was aired at midnight on AM stations, and the shit that they talked about on that show <laughs> was Ooh. so out there and, and fascinating okay. and he had experts on all the time okay he was he's kind of like the godfather of ufo ufologists i mean he's gotcha. probably had more ufologists on his show than any other person mm-hmm. giving them a platform to talk you know cool besides you know i mean nowadays everybody's got their own podcast yeah you know including myself there, yeah but, I, I have been listening to some podcast on it yeah like, recently i was like oh, i should listen to some of this <laughs> stuff they're a mix of ghosts and other crap but i'm like i don't that doesn't interest what's me, your favorite it? alien movie not alien like by ridley scott but like alien themed yeah. movie <laughs> <laughs> uh, i like alien in terms of like good science fiction yeah uh, arrival is f- f- amazing did you see that? I haven't seen that one. I'm so sorry. What? It, okay, tell me about it. It came out uh, recently, okay, like a couple that would years be why ago. I haven't seen it's it. It's got Amy Adams and uh, Denis Villeneuve, and it directed it. Okay. He directed. Um, he directed Sicario and uh, Blade Runner 2049, the new Blade Runner. Uh huh. Very good director, like amazing director, one of my favorites right now. And he uh, he did Arrival, and it's about these aliens visit earth and it's about um the world and different nations communicating because there's like i think nine nine of them that just land all at the same time and they don't come out and then we're like trying to it's all about a different take so like different alien nations land no no they're all the same ship type of ship (laughs) but it's different it's different world nations like chinese and the chinese the russians the americans uh, Everybody gets people together in South to America. try to communicate. Well, they're all at their own, like, they're all trying to communicate. What do they want? What are they here for? Yeah. And Amy Adams is a linguist, like, uh, you know, ling- linguistic expert or whatever. And her and Jeremy Renner's in it. Okay. Um, 
and they like try to communicate and it's about it's about communication that's all i'll say and time aren't the best alien movies about like contact is a good one i was just gonna say i remember seeing that in the theater it was that was very good Mm -hmm. um my favorite alien movie, Mars Attacks by I was Tim going Burton. To, I'm I was kid, gonna, that was a joke. No, no, but I was gonna say in terms of like <laughs> that was a shitty movie. <laughs> no, I love that movie. In really? Terms, yeah, in terms of comedy, you're a film you're a film guy and an alien guy, and you like Mars Attacks. Yeah, because it's hilarious. It's I was a, so disappointed by Mars Attacks. Oh, it's like a great spoof of 1950s. Uh, sci-fi alien. It's like a spoof of like the old War of the Worlds. I, okay, you're, you're abs- for what it is. You're right. It is. It is good. But like compared to, you know, Alien or Contact or right. But they're but different. they're two. They're right. They're two <laughs> different genres. You're yeah. absolutely right. It was a campy. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Movie. Jack Nicholson is the president. It's great. It was. I think it was a bomb too. It did like bomb. It, it, it was like one of the most expensive movies of its time, and everybody oh. hated it. Yeah. Uh, well, I remember I being disappointed as a teenager Tim when it Burton. came out. Tim Burton. It was it was like that was like kind yeah. of like when he jumped the shark. He was starting to jump the shark a little bit with his career. I think his last, in my opinion, we're gonna switch to movies now. Is that okay? <laughs> I do whatever the hell I want okay. on the show. I'm the host. <laughs> okay. So Tim Burton movies. You're a film guy. When do you think okay, I, I have maintained that his career has been in a slump for quite some time. I thought when he I would agree. The yeah. last good solid movie that he, did, that he did, I thought was Big Fish. That's a pretty solid movie. I'm it's not my favorite. No, it's not my favorite I, either. I it's but... not my it's not really my time like Edward Scissorhands and whatnot. It, it wasn't it wasn't like I wasn't interested. I wasn't in that the uh, the aesthetic and that you, stuff. You mean you weren't like old enough to appreciate Beetlejuice or not really? No. Edward Scissorhands. No, I was very young. Okay, I was born, See, in, I, I was was born my... in 1990. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm uh, not quite I've a decade the, older than yeah, you. Yeah, I've I'm seen those movies, but I have a hard time placing them on a timeline. My favorite, my favorite Tim Burton movie besides Mars Attacks for its own reasons is uh, Ed Wood. Oh, I love Ed Wood. Yeah, very good, good choice. Yeah. One of his better co- collaborations with Johnny Depp. Probably is. I'm not a Edward Scissorhands fan. Sleepy but Hollow was good. That's a good movie. Yes, I like Sleepy Hollow. He was Don- Johnny Depp did a good job in that. Yeah, great Halloween Since movie. Since then, and yeah. <laughs> Battle of Los Angeles. Oh yeah, right. Oh, Thank you for getting me back reminding, on track. My speaking very special of guest. speaking of Mars Attacks. Yes, let's talk about that. Mitch, great segue. I am so proud of you. 1942. <laughs> right? A year. Shit. What, what's the exact <laughs> what's the exact date? February 24th, 1942. Okay. So um one second. So this is an actual event that took place. It was an actual Los- event that, that took place. Yes, in Los not Angeles. Three months after Pearl Harbor, so let's, so this let's, predates Roswell and predates yes. and and it's like right at the start of our involvement, the United States involvement in World War II. So, so people on are high on alert. fucking edge right high now. Alert. We just got attacked by the Japanese. Uh, February 1942, three months after Pearl Harbor, a large cylindrical craft appears off the coast of Los Angeles like 
close, like uh, by the coast, uh-huh. literally right above it. And obviously the <laughs> the the area freaks out. Spotlights are immediately shown on it, and anti aircraft starts um, starts engaging. Like I can hear the old timey sirens going off, yep. like in my head. The the and the city went dark because they do a blackout. Oh yeah, so yeah. it's like a mandatory blackout. You had to have curtains and you had to block everything out mm-hmm. so that it, the bombers couldn't see where they were bombing. And um, they did that so that there's these photographs and there's footage of like all these spotlights shining on this object in the sky, black and white, mind you, and other explosions around it because anti-aircraft back in the day were like, you launch these shells and they would explode in midair and shoot shrapnel crazy. to try and you so try to they... hit it directly. You shoot it with machine gun yeah. fire and everything and nothing was happening to it. Um, they couldn't, they were just firing and firing and it took 20 minutes, I think, to go down the coast like, 20 miles like it was just floating just like floating slowly off the coast and did they and it wasn't a blimp because they shot at it so many times and it never went down i mean so did they ever determine what it was made out of there's no way of knowing but like i guess like fighter planes they weren't jets at the time uh, planes like from the air force engaged it but like we don't know the details. The details, what they saw, like it, that was covered up. Oh my gosh! And and there's footage. That was so long ago. You think they right. released that information? Right. And they they have footage of this, and they have like photographs. It's like I a just, great big shining X in the sky. It's yeah, it's a pretty creepy it's, photo. It's a pretty great photo. Um, and I don't, I don't know how you can refute that. Yeah, I mean, I, I, and I don't know how that goes so long without people bringing it up again. And thank you for bringing that up. I have not heard of that story before. But I would imagine that there's all kinds of there is are there people being interviewed that like eyewitnesses back in the day that saw it and yeah yeah I mean I, there's news reports like it was on like CBS news broadcasts the, the morning after and, and stuff like that. and then the war happened and everybody forgot about it. Well, yeah, I think that was <laughs> that's what's so crazy is it's like it felt like an attack. That was like one of the only times that like it felt like we were going to be attacked again in Los Angeles acted quickly and started firing at it and then the news went around it's like the military engaged in a in a fight or like trying to shoot down an aircraft an unidentified aircraft above and couldn't bring it down and it traveled very slowly and then disappeared it just disappeared it just fucking disappeared just like oh man vanished well that is crazy the battle of los angeles yeah very interesting stuff. I know. I know. Weird, wild stuff. Wild stuff. I know people. People died because like they fired so many shells that like ricocheted, like went through so, houses. Like, innocent people innocent died people. as a result of yeah, this. Yeah, just because uh, ammo and or like bullets and shells went flying and ricocheted off, went through people's houses and like five or six. That's awful. Yeah. What a way to go. I died in the crossfire of an alien invasion. Yeah. Yeah. That like that has basically been forgotten by time. Yeah. Unless like you're into that sort of thing. Right. Huh. Uh, the, the mass sightings like that also really fascinate me because in like 1997, there were also the Phoenix lights. Okay. I don't know if you've heard of those. Thousands of people reported seeing a large triangular shaped craft above Phoenix. In 1997? Yes. Huh. There's footage of of like of the lights from like a distance, like somebody was on like a hill or mm-hmm. a mountain nearby 
like just taking video of the the city and like you see these giant lights like oh, going over the like city that. and then it they disappear the the uh government and the air force say it was uh weather flares like flares from oh it's a always jet. a weather balloon but it's but always like a weather but, weather related right thing. but all the people on the ground underneath it they're like no it was like a physical like blocking out the sky you can clearly see it was uh-huh. a physical object with lights um they probably just got off course and like we're refueling in the in our atmosphere or something yeah and we're on their way after right. that and i remember like wrapping like i'm gonna wrap up in a second but the other thing is the interesting thing I remember um, hearing from Travis Walton's like lecture that he gave was that his one of his theories in the ensuing years is that as a result of that big forceful beam of light that that knocked him, you know, out like, you know, blew him 20 feet, basically. Mm-hmm. That was a really unfortunate way of. Just- yeah describing uh, that yeah just <laughs> knocked him out forced him like 20 feet yeah um he he surmised that possibly the reason why he was on the spacecraft to begin with was so they could help him yeah to make sure he wasn't killed yes and fix anything that they made any damage that the aliens may have done to him as a result of him being too close to the spacecraft mm-hmm. which is a nice thought yeah you know yeah, they wanted nice. to. They wanted to fix their with, advanced, like our, right? Like they're like our bad. We didn't mean. We didn't know you were going to get too close. We're sorry about this. Let's fix you up and have you be on your right. way. That is kind of what's hopeful about it. Is if they're able to come here and visit us and haven't killed anybody or like shown any signs of aggression, it's like, hey, maybe there's hope. I hope so. I yeah. hope so. Humanity, yeah. like it seems like it's hanging by a thread. Yeah. So maybe like right, and we maybe there's hope elsewhere. <laughs> it, it might be coming soon because you know there was like that Pentagon report, you know, recently that basically admitted they were looking for them, and we have footage and like yeah, there's something up there. Yeah, and there's we're, life on we're Mars. Looking. Life? Do you think there's life on Mars? Oh, absolutely. There's proof of it. There was life on Mars. What? Yeah, fossilized remains. There's oh, plant life and all that. I didn't know that. Not beings, but there was plant life. There was water that. and plants. Well, I knew there was water, but mm-hmm. I didn't know there was plant life. Yep. Cool. Yep. You never know. You keep never looking know. up, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, keep looking and up. Mitch Haba. Yes. Um, you have a podcast of your own. I do. And we're talking about movies briefly we earlier, bit, but yeah. Planet Ant Filmcast, right? Yes, the Planet Ant Filmcast. It is. Um, it's getting started again. Excellent. Yeah. We so, talk about new movies, and we just did an episode on First Man, which is about Neil Armstrong and the moon landing, somewhat related. No discussion of aliens in that one. <laughs> really? No. <laughs> you would think that he'd be like on the lookout. Yeah, I'm it was, sure it was more about him and his dead daughter. So. Oh, that's a drag. <laughs> it was very, was it good, it was, though? It's, it's, enter- uh, it's good. It's good, but it's not good for... <laughs> it's... It, the action is so intense and the way that the moon landing and the way that the those were all shot are like very intense and claustrophobic and yeah it should win technical awards when come award season okay but the story's a little slow gotcha. and acting. i was always more of a buzz all yeah. girl myself he's in it yeah Corey stoll plays him nice yeah. all right well thank you so much for being on the show yeah yeah and, and you could you could uh, not to plug my twitter well, no, I want you to. I want you to. Go for it. It's uh, at Mitch Haba, and you'll be able to spell that by looking at the title of this episode, I'm sure. Oh, absolutely. Yes. H-A-B-A, in case, yes. in case you were wondering. 
catch Mitch around town in various improv shows. Do you have any shows going on right now? Or are you? Um, not right now, but I think the 28th we will be playing the Sunday Buffet uh, at Go, I believe. Excellent. And we're in the That's tri- the day the day before this podcast. Oh, is darn released. it. <laughs> uh, well, check if you out, were there. Check them out in November. Yeah. Look up uh, Go Comedy Planet Ant. Yeah. I perform mostly at the Planet Ant, but yes. Yes. Excellent. So thank you so much for being here. Mm-hmm. It was a pleasure. Thank, thank you. Thank you for I had me, fun. teaching me about these fascinating stories. Yeah. Just, All right. Just a disclaimer. I'm not crazy. <laughs> no. You're a very sane man. <laughs> Thank you very much, Mitch. And as always, check us out at Things Get Dark 88 and send us any kind of email, questions, complaints, recipes, anything you want. Your own UFO sightings. Oh, yeah. Any any stories, anything that you would like to share, please let us know. Things Get Dark at gmail.com. Thanks, everybody. See you next time. Thank you. This has been a production of Hearsay Studios. Wait, what?